and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are Smashing Secrets Feng Shui, and this is episode 54. How are we? I'm very good. How are you, my darling? I'm all right. Yeah, there was a, there was a bit of a delay in your response, but the <laughs> response was real fast. It kind of made up for lost time. <laughs> I, was, I was giving the chance to our Feng Shui family to, you know, shout at their yeah. earphones. <laughs> We're good. Mentally shouting back. I'm good. Yeah, I'm cool. High five. Five. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, welcome back, everyone. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you very much for listening. And this is episode 54. I can't believe it's only episode 54. I feel like we should be in three digits by now. Do you know what I mean? I know. It's like forever. Yeah. <laughs> It's we'll kind of crazy soon. it's only 54. I like the number 54 because if you add them together, you get nine. Oh. I like the number nine, the fire yeah. energy number. Don't you live at number nine? I live at number nine. I live at oh. flat one number nine. <laughs> well, don't give anything else away. People knocking on the door next. <laughs> so, transparency. Speaking mm-hmm. about number nine, we mm-hmm. are. So, we had a little discussion before recording about what we could talk about today. And we've kind of got a few topics in mind and we're going to like mash them up together. So, it's just going to be an open discussion between the two of us. Yes. I mean, we, I mean, to be honest, all of our ideas were had a common thread. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And and you were right. Well, instead of mind mapping it and putting the world to rights, yeah, <laughs> let's record it. And yeah, use it. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, much like most our episode. I think probably all of our episodes are not prepared, but right now <laughs> we've only got the topics and some ideas. So we're gonna you're you're gonna hear the thought process as it's coming to mind as they unfold. Yeah, yeah. So what have we got, Mum? We've got period nine. So yeah. that's where the nine came from. And yeah. that's basically the next 20 years. And that's coming Starting into play. Starting from, yeah, February 2024. So it's right around the corner. Yeah. In, and in, in some respects, it's already here. And you can see the signs of it very subtly because you've got um, the early heaven sequence and the later heaven sequence. And um, both are gearing up towards period nine. One started much earlier and takes a, has a longer transition. So that, I think, was in 2017. But they both come to the same conclusion in February 2024. So um, things are speeding up. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. It's always exciting when there's like a new chapter coming around. Yeah, the and it's it's going to be powerful. It it's, also kind it's... of it aligns with Pluto going into Aquarius as well. Okay, is that right? Is this where these indigo things come from? I don't know. What, I, is um, that a type of canvas no, train? 
No. I'm sure they're called Didn't indigo be. children, indigo people. Is oh, it kind that? of? Um, well, mm, well, I thought you'd be all over that because I'm sure it's to do with this age of Aquarius. And it probably started, I remember hearing echoes of it when I was a kid growing up. They were like songs, like kind of hippie songs. Yeah, that age of Aquarius age songs of, well good. Yeah, yeah. And they were like Did sort of people Google. talking about, oh, I'm a... I'm a chart. I'm sure it was indigo. Maybe it's something completely different, and um, I'm, I'm well off base. But um, they were supposed to be a different sort of psyche, or have a more sensitivity, more empathy, more emotional intelligence. But if I'm truly, truly honest, I think that energy, what they're describing, will actually be available to everyone mm. from February 2024, because period nine is a fire energy. It's 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 it is symbol is is the trigram representing fire, Li. Mm. And that is about um spirituality and uh, mental health and honesty, transparency. There's so many different aspects, entertainment and joy and laughter. But when it's out of zinc, when it's when it's not doing very well, the opposite will come through. So and so that's the sign of distress. And um, uh, and one of those symbols were was lonely. We were discussing was mm. anxiety to do with loneliness. So these were the other topics that we were talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. It came it came into topic because I'm starting. Uh, I didn't really think about it until you said it. It's like an art therapy club. Yeah, it was a, for you. It's spontaneous. It yeah. was an offshoot of something you had done spontaneously. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh this this evening I'm having a few girls girlfriends over and uh it all stemmed from like mum said I just had an evening on my own. I had like the lights dimmed out. I was playing some lovely classical piano, had some candles lit and I was just I had just gone to the art shop and I had lots of paints and different types of paper and different brushes and I just had a really lovely evening to myself and I just thought it's just I'd really love to share this with other people because right now I feel really calm and present and very yin and I just feel really at peace right now mm. and I want to share this space and so this is where it stemmed from I thought okay I'm going to invite people into my living room and we're going to go through these same um, like sensual immersive feelings and explore and experiment creatively and there's no output it's just the journey of going through that and then like yeah I'm really interested in art therapy and I have been since I was a teenager so when you said it's like an art therapy thing like bringing these people into it because it is very therapeutic I didn't Mm. put these two things together and you're spot on well it's a safe space exactly and it's somewhere where people can open their hearts yeah. and trust mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. these these sort of things that we really need to talk about because i think they're going to be highlighted over the next 20 years mm. i think with a lot of online activity you're very much alone yeah loneliness is like that was the other thing so many people i've spoken to recently are telling me that they're lonely and I'm like, I get it. I get lonely. You get lonely. And it's it's like, it's there's some sort of like oxymoron in there. Is that you're telling your friend that you're lonely. You're telling your family, I am lonely. And they're saying, yeah, I understand. I see you. And I feel the same. Mm. Why, why are we in these silos? Well, because I think we're going through a transitional phase where period eight to do with that hierarchy of stability, whether mm. it's in business or family. So um, you have a solid foundation, a solid base. Well, that's breaking down. 
Yeah. And it and it's it takes time, but we are mm. now seeing the effects. We're seeing breakdowns in society. We're seeing breakdowns in the family. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, but things do evolve and things do change. Period nine is 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 has got a very strong uh, 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 matriarchic or female energy, but it's mm. also going to increase um, sort of the individual and how and how we see ourselves. So whereas before we would have this embrace of a family solid unit, with period nine that's sort of changing. Fire has a completely different pattern of energy to earth. Earth is like building blocks. It becomes something solid. And was that, so this is what's been going on the last 20 years. Has that been going through the last 40 years because it goes through yin and then yang earth? Does it work like that? <clears throat> no. So the period seven was actually a metal energy. Oh, okay. So every 20 years it changes an element. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so after the fire, so period nine is a fire energy, but we don't get period 10. What we get is it goes back to period one. So um, and you've got um, different ages. So we're at the moment. So we are coming to the end of an age, a hundred and eighty year cycle, and then it'll go back to to something else, which will be water. Yeah, one hundred and eighty years. How how does that work? Is that if it goes back, if it changes elements every? Maybe I just miss that. I mean, there's there's cycles all the time, but the Mm. the thing is, there's shifts of energy. Mm. that will occur every 20 years mm. and so we're in the process of that now mm. and then when we get to the end of period nine the next shift will be actually it'll go back up to period mm. one mm. but because you've got these different ages where you've got upper and lower cycles I mean it's quite complicated and it'll probably take an episode or more to explain it properly or maybe even like but, a diagram to look at <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the thing is Stuff's happening and we can't mm. ignore it. The best thing is to learn how to embrace it and how to use it to our advantage mm. because, like everything, it's going to have positive and negative. Yeah. The, the, the main thing is it will have on us, everyone, is on the heart and the mind. Um, it, spirit, you've got the spirituality aspect of it, but mm. you've also got this sort of heart connection so i mean it's it fire will spread so it's Mm. it's like when you share something that makes you laugh out loud and you share it with your friends and they share it with their friends it can be very instant Mm. spread out very Mm. instantly Mm. whereas the earth is quite slow moving okay so when we think of period eight it would take time if you started at a company at the bottom it would take time before you you reached uh, you became promoted and you reached a managerial level and then time to before you became a senior managerial level mm. before you could become a CEO. That's changing now. That Things are speeding up. And it's, instead of having to have a whole company to protect you and guide you and train you, now you could do stuff yourself that could be immediately Mm. huge mm. and it, it and capture the love because fire is also about love and compassion joy happiness mm. celebration you know people want to feel happy we're, we're sort of programmed to look for things that make us happy so that's where addiction comes in you know people sometimes mistake they become addicted to something because it gets that gives them a tiny little bit of pleasure dopamine hurt yeah but this time, you know, there's there's other ways of becoming happy and sustaining happiness. 
because fire will produce earth. So you can develop new habits, healthy habits that become that that can accumulate into bigger things such as wealth. Mm. But um but you know, you've got to find your niche. You've got to find what makes you happy and embrace it and and, and connect with others, such as your art creative therapy group. I mean, you're not doing it for the therapy as such, you're doing it for the company. And yeah. you and you felt the joy in sharing that environment. And mm-hmm. that's where I think the key is, is environment. That's why I think we're talking about this, because environment is feng shui. So you, your environment will have a huge impact mm-hmm. on on how you've experienced period nine. I mean, the, the spiritual energies that are coming down from the heavens, from the stars, are going to be soaked into the environment. So where you're positioned within that environment can be the difference between some having a good experience and having a tricky one or mm. a, a sort of anxiety-based one. Mm. So it's a nice thought, uh, picture, imagining that. Yeah, well, that's what I thought today we could talk about how to embrace the new energy mm. Mm. and to um, to do something about it. If you feel that your environment is unsupportive, how can feng shui help you? Because it can. I love it. I'm kind of like imagining, you know, when you said like the, uh, the heavens energy, the stars are like coming down and we need to kind of like align ourselves so that we get the best potential out of it. Well, that's feng shui. Yeah. Well, I'm just imagining like, um, people on the ground, uh, just like, you know, if it's something just like arranging your furniture, I don't know, like I'm imagining like these little people with like nets essentially. Oh, like, I love that. Do you know catching what I mean? Like stars. Yeah, like catching, like how like, how much can you catch from the sky? You need to align mm. so many things to catch it. Mm. I think that's such a nice metaphor. You know what, Chloe? If I was and I was planning on coming this evening, that would be the the image I'd be trying to paint. Oh, I can see oh, it in my yeah, head now. You can paint it, yeah. Yeah, I can see it now. I, you, you can know, still you, paint it. Yeah, actually, I could, couldn't I? I could join yeah. you on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, you totally <laughs> it could. It could be fun. Yeah. All right, I'll dig out my art supplies. Right. But I'm, I'm sort of seeing um, a sort of reddish background because to me, period nine, hence my pink jumper, is um, those fiery colours. But you've got those pinpricks of light, which are the stars. Mm. And then I can just see people sort of mm. sort of running around laughing and holding yeah. hands yeah. and leaping up. And they've got these sort of butterfly nets. But instead of... Mm capturing in poor little defensive insects <laughs> they're actually catching the joy that can be felt yeah. in the moonbeams and stardust and sometimes working as a team or a community can help you catch more of that stardust yeah you're all holding a really big net together yeah i don't know if i could paint that but i like the idea <laughs> <laughs> maybe just write it next to it like a caption <laughs> next time <laughs> <laughs> Series two coming out in 10 years when I thought about this a bit more. (laughs) Oh, do you know what? That just made me think of a painting, one of my favourite, favourite, favourite paintings. Um, Mm. Actually, here it is. I'll hold it up. I, I, this this is not You're the have painting. To describe it to the, the audio. <laughs> well, <platform. laughs> okay. Well, it's by somebody called Quinton Blake. This is for all our YouTube people. Can you see it? Um, it's a little bit blurry. They look like uh, wait, hold it backwards a little bit. It looks like a flying man and two cats. No, it's two people walking along on a windy day, and oh. a man has learnt the power of flight, and he's waving hello. Aww. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was called, but um, it, it does make me think that people can fly. You know, people. I, do you ever dream of flying? 
Yeah, yeah. And I've got a funny thing about that, but carry on. I dream of flying all the time. Like sometimes really? I, oh my God, yeah. Sometimes I feel that it's it's just this reality that's, that's stopping me. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I can jump from the ground literally like superwoman or superman and and saw mm. other times i feel i can levitate or um or that i'm like a, a fledgling leaving the nest i might drop down before i go up but i as the amount of times i've i've been in that kind of dreamy rem sleep where you're sort of in and out and i i've i've got this sense of soaring over like a bird what a bird would see soaring over the mm. landscape and it just feels really real. I yeah. can really resonate with them. Yeah. Mm. See, the thing that I think is wild about that is so many people can dream these things, but no one has ever actually done it in real life. Yet, mm-hmm. how is it that you can vividly experience it when you've got no memory of it? But the people are doing how it. Could that, got, how could that be? They've got rocket launchers. That now they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure, like, what... 10 years ago, those rocket launchers weren't there, but people were still dreaming about these things. Mm, But when mm. you wake up from this dream, you have, like, how do you, how have you made crystal clear visions of these pathways that you have flown and what you see? And like, I don't know. It's just like, how can your, like, your brain, for instance, when you dream and you see all these like random faces, they're not random. They've actually been taken in unconsciously when you've been walking around. Your face can't make up a face. It's impossible. <laughs> but the the concept of like when you're flying, you've never experienced this, yet you know what it's going to look like. Like a bird's eye view. How how can your brain make that I up? think I think there are different layers of reality and different... Um, sort of patterns of energy where perhaps in another universe you can fly mm. and quantumly that information you, you you're on some level you can experience and understand well yeah I mean I your dreams know. are literally that right mm. Mm. but anyway I think period nine <laughs> I've got a question about period nine <laughs> okay so go in western astrology the last zodiac is the Pisces And the Pisces holds a lot of emotion, a lot of depth, because the idea is that it's gone through all of the zodiacs and it's the last one. So it's experienced everything. Mm. It's got this wisdom that none of the other ones may necessarily have. Um, It's like very philosophical and Mm. it doesn't necessarily need to say anything because it's said everything. Okay. And so that's the last of the Zodiac. And I'm just thinking period nine is the last period. Is there any correlation there? Yeah, when it comes to the period nine, it's like when it goes back to one, in Western astrology, that would be Aries. And Aries is all about a fresh start. And is that, does that work the same in these periods? Well, I think every period it has its own its own unique um, endings and beginnings, and mm. it, and how it evolves and how we evolve within that environment is, I think, very much down to us as individuals. As and 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 I do believe that period nine will expose our level of um, spirituality or a level of 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 how advanced we are in terms of compassion and love. You know, there's different degrees and we can't all be the same. 
but we are going to, such as COVID, we all experienced that at the same time. Mm. And um, it was something new. It was something external beyond our control, but we all felt it. Mm. So I think period nine will increase our spiritual awareness and will be giving us opportunities to expand our mind. Like the collective and, conscious. Yeah, yeah, I do. Just like Pisces. I mean, Pisces is is very much, you, you mentioned emotional awareness or emotional intelligence. It's absorbed all there is to absorb. It's it's digesting it. It's processing it. Well, I think period nine is going to be a similar sort of energy. I wouldn't say exactly the same. I think there are slight differences in, in the interpretation. But the thing I like about the Chinese metaphysics is how you can do something about it because fire produces earth. So earth is all about how your is a feng shui, earth luck. So I think feng shui will become much more of a mainstream sort of subject and there'll be lots more information and lots more support and you can use that fire energy, that increased awareness, that increased sensitivity. I mean, light casting a, 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 over a wider area, which means that you can connect with like other like-minded people. So one, you're not alone. You can join communities, even if they're online, but um, you can join maybe like-minded groups and um, explore things that you can do together in, in an environment that's very trusting and, and safe. And I think that's why feng shui is so important because you can use your environment to create a a sort of PowerPoint that can, like a battery, you can absorb all the energy and then use it in a way that you have control over, whether you want to support career or family or health or wealth or business. You can align with that using your home and, and the interior of the home mm. as, a, as a kind of vessel to um, tap this energy and use it to your advantage. Mm. Okay, I love that. So I'm just wondering, have you got any tips for yeah. the general public moving yeah. into this 20-year new cycle? Yeah. yeah, so have a look, first of all, what's on in the environment. Now, when when we did a course um, last year or the year before, we spoke about the four celestial animals. I think that's still very valid now. So what you, for support, you want a solid structure behind you ideally something taller than the structures to the left and to the right it's called an armchair configuration so you want something if you can supporting the back of your home now it doesn't matter what direction it's because we'll, we can go into that later this is the first layer so you need to be for feng shui to be effective and supportive you need to be in an environment that supports you and this is the first step the armchair oh. Sorry, that was that was me. That was oh. I brushed my finger against that. Sorry, but the armchair—that's just to—it's like an alarm saying important. But the armchair configuration has support at the back. So that's really important, and it has sort of an embrace. That, um, so your left, so like the armchair. Um, what would you call them? Arms. Arms. <laughs> it's the name. So yeah. the left and the right support will be lower than the one at the back. So that's that's perfect. And then um, you, so the left would be that your dragon. So that brings you good fortune, opportunity, wealth. Then you have the white tiger at the right, which is to do with authority. And um, one's sort of more yang, one's yin or masculine, feminine. But you, ideally you'll have both. But the white tiger is slightly lower than the green dragon. 
So you've got your black tortoise at the back, your green dragon to the left, your white tiger to the right. In front of you is the red phoenix. That's an open space with a small mound just to contain the chi. Now, if you have that in your environment, you've automatically got good feng shui. Now, if you don't, then then we'll need to do something about the interior. So if you're missing a strong supportive back naturally behind you, you don't want it too close, and you, but you want it at a sort of a reasonable distance, but you, you want something solid. Now, if you haven't, but you've got a garden, then start planting some evergreen trees and create a quick boundary or put up a, a fence. But if, if that's not feasible, then you need to look at the interior. And so you start looking at the earth element and pictures of, um, you can use symbolic mountains, like um, images of mountains. It's not going to be the same. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not going to change things overnight, but it will start giving you a sense of security. And that means you can start to build from that. And the same goes if you've got, if you've got um, a missing building to your left, but you've got space where you can plant some, say, bamboo, something that's going to grow quite tall and bend in the wind, then do that. If it's impossible, then get some bamboo in, in – because um, it will grow indoors, but, you know, they tend to be miniature. Or, or get some healthy plants because it's all about um, the wood element and put that to the left side of your interior. Symbolically, it would represent the dragon. So you can do that with all of them. And you can use lights to represent the phoenix. There's, so there's little tricks you can use. But that's going to help draw in the good energy. And once you've got a nice ratio of positive energy, you'll start to find your luck is improving and your confidence is building. And perhaps you might feel like sharing your home and, and having some friends around and, and having a lovely, entertaining evening. Because fire is also about entertainment and connecting with the heart. So if we can do more of that, then we're going to have less time for the anxiety and the focus of being alone. Because unfortunately, that can also be a very strong element of period nine. Because it's about the yin fire, the mind. And the mind, when it's not happy, it's going to feel anxious and worried. And that can spiral and become a bigger problem. So use feng shui to, to, tap, to, to get more grounded. So you're not sort of spending time alone in your thoughts but you're actually in a physical environment with physical friends having a great time. And if you can, you know, food, because <laughs> that's physical, <laughs> you know, have some nibbles and have some fun, play some music. But I like the idea of the candles because that's very much period nine. Mm. And, and like you say, creating a, an environment where it, it feels really safe and and beautiful. You know, mm. it doesn't have to, and we're not talking about romance and intimacy, but, but, the yin fire of the candle is very divine. It's mm. a very special energy. Mm. It's very yeah. gentle. Well, I also like that you can have essential oil smells for it because suddenly mm. you've got another sense being mm. activated. And it's just that when, you, when you're so immersed, and I think there's, I think it's right that when you go into a new room, the first sense that gets picked up and sent to your brain is the smell of that room. I think it's before you see anything, it's the smell of that room. So it's so The five senses are so important, yeah, massively. And smell is about memory. Yeah, that's true. If you can introduce a a smell that makes people feel happy, like neroli, neroli I think is, um, I mean, I'm not 
trained in aromatherapy, but I did work with some girls that were, and they blew my mind. As well. Oh, loads of things. That, yeah, bergamot. Bergamot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I like a lang a lang. I, like, I mm. love jasmine. I mean, mm. there's some I mean, I mean, beautiful combinations. Nice wood smells, cedar. Yeah. I mean, love they... Base they smells. were so clever. Yeah, they could mix up about three oils and just create this incredible sort of escapism just through mm. <laughs> massage mm. and with essential oils. It was incredible. Yeah, Actually, massage should do well because that's um, earth based. So if that will improve with the f- period nine. Mm. Mm. But yeah, feng shui. So um, the other thing you could look at for period nine is what's in your south sector see what's there and um, because that's going to be quite sensitive during period nine. Um, Ideally, if you've got outside a hill to your south direction, that would be very beneficial. And likewise, if you've got water to the north, that would be very beneficial. How about, so for instance, I'm moving into a four-storey flat. Does that work as a hill? No, no. In fact, um, when you've got Am I the hill? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you would be to someone else. And interestingly, if you were very if you had a property very close to you, you could act at your building could act as a shah, a poison arrow. Even Mm. the shadow of your building, if you if the shadow of your building overlaps another property, that's also a shah, a hidden shah. So um yeah, it's quite interesting. And um Oh, God, what was I going to say? No, um, going back to apartments, it, do you know, it, it's different. You're right. The p- people that live in apartment blocks or flats will use a different form of feng shui to people that live in a house. So it's something known as purple star. That can be really accurate for people living in apartment blocks. So when I do your feng shui, I'll probably look at the purple star. I'll do, I mean, I do I have a look at everything else as well, the open, you know, the environment and the bardsi and and how the def, different directions affect you. But I'll also do your purple star, and that's something we haven't spoken about much. But uh, And Chi Men Dun Jai, we've not really spoken about that much. But um, all of these have different layers of energy, and you can – you can use all of them or you can tune into the ones that require the most, um, give you the most benefit for, for a particular type of um, subject at a particular type of time because they've all got their strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, that's 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that went quickly. Can I have some pizza now? Yeah. Uh, I think we'd all appreciate if you held on for two minutes and said bye before you start crunching in everyone's ears. Uh, Well, that was a nice discussion. Thank you. Thank you. You stretched my mind a bit. Yeah, you stretched my mind a bit. I need to now prepare for my low-key art therapy session. Have you got some um, scented candles? Somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. I will somewhere. I've also got a humidifier is that what they're called like you know when you like you put the water in the oil and then it creates the nice smelly smoke i think they're um atomizers oh i think anyway they're cool i like them you can't put citrus oil in those though no that's true my voice is so croaky all right well thank you very much for today may the frog of good fortune always be with you 
cool. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, we will see you next time. Thank you very much for tuning in with us. We are Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. You're awesome for being here with us. And catch us next time for episode 55. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. It's got a ring to it. All right, Mom. <laughs> Love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Snap. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, Bye. for listening. Love you, too. Bye. 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 <laughs>